Hello, residents of Meepletown. This is Dean. Johnny, tired. Are you tired? I'm a little tired. <laughs> I am. Are you <laughs> laughing at me because no, I'm tired? No, no, no. Wow. Sorry. It's just messing up the intro. Ugh. Today, we're going to be talking about some games we've been playing lately. Then we're going to be doing a review of Corrosion. So let's get to episode number 95. All right, residents of Meeple Town, if you were here right now, you would see Dean. And can I be honest with you? You're I tired. Have, I have nothing planned. I think that I have that tired brain, and I had nothing planned for you. For, for me you. to wear? Like, my, well, my mind was like racing, like something about like you know. I thought about football, then I thought about something about COVID, but then I figured that was probably inappropriate. <laughs> you know, Dean. I just re- was re- well. Maybe I don't know. My my family had COVID. I had a sickness, but my my test was negative. I oh, really? assume I I'm, I was assuming that I had it. I mean, I everything, yeah. All all the symptoms that I had pointed to to COVID. I think we mentioned this, you know, on the maybe on the last podcast, but it's been rough. Like the reason I'm Johnny tired is my wife had COVID, uh, my son had COVID, then uh, Amanda, Dean's wife was having COVID, his son Oliver was having COVID. I got COVID for the second time. I'm still waiting for my frequent COVID stamp card so that I could get some kind of a discount somewhere on something. I don't think that's how that works. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I think so. I think you should get something. I would have tested a lot more than just that one time if I knew that. And and, and then, yeah. But thank thank God that, like, it was not a problem this time. I know a lot of people, it is major. Um, It was a lot harder the first time I, I had COVID. And I was out for, you know, 10 days and just really tired and had a fever and stuff. This time it was kind of like a mild cold. Yeah. And like John said, we're not, we're definitely not making light of it. We know lots oh, of people that have been not. super sick from it, but no, not people, but, you know, have, we know people have died from it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it is. It's, but it's, so anyway, that's why I'm tired because it's been, that's been going on a lot and I just have a lot going on in my personal life. And so does Dean. Yeah, which leads us. Let's. Oh, yeah. let, we're just gonna be. It's, this is open and honesty hour with Dean and John this week. <laughs> is that is that okay? That's what we're gonna call it. We're not gonna let's talk about games. And, we're and just let's gonna be honest. I'm just kidding. We're we're gonna talk about games at some point. But John and I have a lot going on, and and here's the thing. We love Meeple Town. Love Meeple Town. Both yes. of okay. I, I was waiting. <laughs> no, no. Of course we. <laughs> I was do. setting you up to agree with me uh, on that. Okay, my bad. We we really really enjoy doing this. However. This is not our full time job. You know, we we have full time jobs. We have full time families. It's not and, our anytime job. <laughs> I mean, that's true. We get we have seen none money of this. Any money that we've received has all gone right back into the um, to the yeah. podcast, the YouTube, and all all that, and and convention convention. But here's the thing: we 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 can't catch up. I, I guess yeah. kind of it, just to be blunt out there, you know, like we've had a really difficult time matching our schedules up. And so John and I have had some really difficult conversations in the past couple of weeks, just figuring out like, what do we, what do we do from here? You know, yeah. in an ideal world, I think John and I would say, you know, let's, let's, you know, put all of our effort into this podcast and into the YouTube channel. Cause we both love it so much, but that's not the situation that we're in. And so we had to say, look, and or no, are most people that do, content for board games yeah absolutely so we we said we're gonna have to cut back somewhere we we didn't know what that was gonna be is it the podcast is it youtube is it you know our families what what do we (laughs) our jobs quit our jobs make no money those are all options that were on the table and what we thought is we we don't want to lose the podcast we um we really enjoy doing that the the videos are fun but the podcast is really our favorite thing to do it is and it's also the thing that we can put more effort into Mm -hmm. like it's it's easier to do it with with youtube there's a lot a lot more work that goes into making videos than there is in making a podcast at least the way that we do it other people probably do it much better than us so all that to say we're gonna we're gonna slow down a little bit on youtube Um, we've got some stuff that we've got to catch up on for some review videos and some things like that and we're still going to be making content content we're going to be making video content but some of it might be more of like john's making videos and i'm making videos you know separate and and then maybe a couple a couple of month or you know whatever we can get out there but we're not making any like definitive statements of this is exactly what we're going to do yes we're just not going to stress ourselves out we're just going to enjoy doing it 
Yeah, I think so. that's it. And so, sorry for those who um, want more and more content. It's just it's just reality. Yeah. So, anyways, um, it's it's hard to do, or hard to do, hard to say. I'm kind of sad about that part of it, but it is the intent that if things can slow on down, then we could rev it back up at potentially sometime. But the podcast is should be unaffected by this. I, like personally, I'm I got my real estate license, so I'm like having this like career thing where I'm I'm doing several jobs at once right now, and it's just it's really tough for me to do. Uh, keep shooting videos as many videos as we're doing and all that kind of stuff it's kind of nice in a sense because it's, hopefully it's going to help us to breathe a little and not feel the the pressure that we were putting on ourselves yeah i mean we were like we would be like no one else got, is putting that get, pressure we gotta, on get, us. We, gotta get, we gotta get i know <laughs> no one did but we were doing that so if you when you see fewer videos on the youtubes if you watch our youtube channel um just know it's like we're working hard and we're doing what we can Working you know, we, hard or hardly working? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but I, we just we appreciate everyone's support. Like, you, y'all are the reason that we do this, honestly. Yeah. If you all didn't listen and didn't care, then I would just sit around and play my own board games. Yeah. But we do it because we love Meeple Town. Yes. Yeah, John's absolutely right. And, you know, who knows what the future holds? This is this is kind of where we're taking it step by step. could be the Dice Tower one day. Could, could be. <laughs> I didn't sound very confident in my answer in that. I don't, I don't think that that's... Uh, Probably not. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but we want to have fun, and we want to put out good content that people enjoy. And if we're stretching ourselves out thin, honestly, everything suffers. YouTube, the the podcast, we don't want that. We don't want that for you. You, We want you to to hear the best of Dean and John every time we put a podcast episode out there because we got a lot of good things to say and a lot to offer, right? Uh, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Neither one of us sound confident, but we're I mean, going to, yeah, we're going to keep doing it. And it, it, part of that, okay. With John suffering from all the stuff he has going on, John didn't put a poll together this week. He doesn't I, care about the polls anymore. So that's, it's, so I, I'm doing something different, okay. a little bit different, a uh, real quick. And then we'll, we will dive into game to some other game talk, but guess what? My, my shoe in or whatever for the podcast is of course is about for the podcast, for the poll is about board games. And yes, it's been over. I've been overwhelmed the last several weeks, and that's why I hadn't done that. And you have maybe you also won't see as many social media posts, but we'll try to. We'll, we'll try to be as engaging as possible. I'll also say if you comment on our videos, I know that we have we've been really good about being super interactive. We might not be as, but we're going to try to. Yeah. Okay. There's no guarantee. This is what we're going to do today, Dean. Instead of a poll, I'm going to say I'm on the BGG hotness. Hopefully, it doesn't matter if you're there or not. I'm going to holler out a game, and you're going to tell me. Oh, I'm very interested in this. I'm not interested. Ooh, this is fun. Or, yeah. Or eh, is, we'll see what happens. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to go through some of these, like, I'm going to just do, I don't know, three or four games on like the top 20 and I'm going to do newer games if that's cool with you. I mean, the hot, hotness ones are mostly new. They're well, not. Oh, you're right. They're really not. Oh, I can actually think of some right now that you're okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Um, let's go with the number seven on hotness Boone Lake. Alexander Fister game. Kind of. I, I'm more excited now than I was, I okay. think, initially. I've, I've seen a couple, like, not full gameplay reviews, but I've seen some. Um, Slicker Drips did one, and I started watching some of that. I'm I'm more excited about this now. Okay. Yep. But you're still not in that, like, super, super excited, let's go. I, I, I wouldn't change my answer to, like, a top 10 thing, probably. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Will you buy this game before you play it? I had a chance to buy this one. Mm-hmm. Um, Philibert, it was on there. You know, you can order games from Philibert. Yeah. And um, I ordered something from there, Siege of and, Rundar. And chose not to do this. And chose not to get it. Okay. So so there, there's my answer, probably. I'm a, This one I'm going to wait to play before I buy. Okay. I will probably, yeah. So it would be pretty high on mine. Just, yeah, that I'm really, I'm really excited about it. I will say that, like, I love Fister, but cloud age i was so disappointed in just like i think that it's kind of lowered my expectations but i think this is going to raise them back up again i mm-hmm. hear really good things about this okay um i'm gonna do two more dean number no three more uh number six radlands okay this i think was for sale at at pax okay i, I saw it there i didn't i didn't know if it was for sale or not i kind of regret the post-apocalyptic people fight to destroy the rival tribes camps. I think I'm interested in this one now. Now okay. that I've seen some stuff coming out, I think this sounds really cool. The problem is, I thought you would be interested in this one. The, the problem is, I don't know who I would play this with because if I if I remember right, it's kind of a um, like cool. a is it two player? It's a back like back and forth kind of um, 
not skirmish game, but like a it is a two player game. Yeah. yeah, like a like a yeah back and forth kind of game that I don't know. Those are harder to get to the table, so probably won't pick it up. But I really want to try it. This is Roxley. Yes. So they yeah. usually put out really good stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm intrigued by it. This would, but I would I would put it in the intrigue to not really caring somewhere. It looks cool. Yeah. In between that. Okay. Two more. How about mind? I guess is would it be management? MGMT, the psychic espionage game. You're really number excited four about this on the hotness. I'm excited for you. Because you think I would like yes. it. Yes. Like, I don't understand. Dude, it is hidden movement. Uh-huh. And, like, you love hidden movement games. And so, like, I was excited to tell you because I thought you were going to be like, oh, my gosh, I've got to get that game. And you haven't. What are you doing to me, John, in this episode? You're making me want to spend a lot of money. And we're, <laughs> we're just getting started. This one was available to play at PAX, I think. And I I really want to try this one the, the, because of how much you've hyped this one of how much you think I would like it. And I've, I've seen some stuff on it and I think you are probably correct. I think I would really like this one. I'm personally not that excited about it. Like it would be in the kind of middle of the road kind of thing for me, but I, you've talked about this a lot, but I guess because, because you, of you and I yeah, think the okay. art on the front cover is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like it's cool. It has drawn me in. It is. It's, yeah. it's, it's also one that, and now it's, it's weighted at 2.87. So it's one that I thought that maybe like my kids and I could play. That's kind of heavier for them. I don't know if that might be a little too much for them, but yeah. anyway, there you go. Uh, I think I know the answer to this. The number two. Ark Nova, I'm guessing. Ark okay. Nova. I, th- yeah. I thought that was coming up. Where are you Ar- at? Ark Nova is the one I'm most excited about any of these. And it's, it's not really that close. I'm, I'm okay. really wanting to try this one. Yep. I don't know what else to say about okay. it. It's, there's, there's a lot of hype. The problem is I haven't pre-ordered or anything on this one, and I think it's going to be difficult to find. Probably, yeah. I don't. You know, I'm excited to try this, but I don't feel like, and this may be the best game I've ever played, but I'm just not like super, super stoked. Like, okay, we'll see what happens. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Like, I guess because there's a lot of comparisons like like Terraforming Mars and those kind of, like, I'm kind of like, is it just going to be another one? You're you know, not one to get psyched up, but I think this is going to be a great game. I might love it. Yeah, I might really love All it. All the things that I've seen and heard on this one, I think you're gonna. You're, this is going to be your jam, John. Out of those, I would say in order: Boon Lake, Ark Nova, the Mind Game, and then Radlands would kind of okay. be mine. So I'm definitely interested in it. But you're interested in all of them. It sounds like at least a little bit. Somewhat. Radlands, okay. there's no way I would buy it. But if you want to play it, I'm o- the only reason I'm interested in that at all is because I think the art looks cool and it's a Roxley game. Yeah. Have you, uh, on a side note, are you interested in LeGranha? Have you seen the new yeah, Kickstarter so Absolutely, for I am. I'm not going to back it. Yeah. Um, because I just... I'm you not, ha- but you no, have LeGranha, it, right? Yeah, I've got oh, okay. the old version. That's why. It's, it's kind of hard to... Yeah, I mean, maybe I should. It's like, it's number... It's in my, like, top... 20 something it's in the 20s i think like it's definitely my top 50 Legrand Hall. i really like that game um yeah i, just, I don't know i the production looks pretty fantastic it was the, just the, it's, it's not cheap i'm just i'll just it, be no, real. It's, it's not but the but it's got some it's got some elements that you don't have in your game like some mini expansion type stuff stefan feld is one of the designers for one of those i think and yeah yeah i, I probably this is usually what happens dean is I go, it's three days to go on this, so when you listen to this podcast, it'll be two days to go. Usually what happens is, I mean, $89, I'll see that and I'll go, okay, $89 plus, what, 20 bucks for shit, you know, something like that. And I'll go, you know, it's not really worth it, and then later on I'll go, that was dumb, I should have backed it. Yeah. I mean, like, I like I should have backed the Suburbia Kicks Collector's Edition, I should have backed Snedonia. I've, I found them later on, but... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I will just go. Uh, I, may, I may back this. That's, maybe I'm maybe don't you, pay you attention might have done to it. it. No, it's, no, it's a really pretty product. No, it is. I've looked <laughs> at it. Like, no, this is probably one I should just back and then sell Lagranha at. Well, never mind. I can't do that. Uh, we're going to it. There's a local oh, yeah. con, Tennessee Game Days. The problem is, if, if this is actually delivered in December, that'd be great. I'd hate to sell Lagranha and then it'd be like. A, a year and a half before this is delivered it won't be it won't be december everything's pushed back several months that sounds like. like it's that sounds really aggressive to say they could have it out by then yep all right so you already brought this up when we're going to start talking about games we played but john mentioned tennessee game days uh you mentioned that we're going i've actually not made the decision to go yet it's it's a tough uh you're, you're roping going you in you're going for friday, friday and saturday i don't know how long i'll be there on saturday but i'm going for a while my wife has something uh, the same weekend, so I have to figure out the kids. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't I'm still trying to figure things out. It's my son's birthday. He's got a, a thing going on on Saturday and then Friday night. So I'm there's a chance I'm going to try to go for part of the day on Saturday if I depends on how busy work is and then and then maybe Sunday for a little bit. I don't know, but I haven't registered at all just because I I really need to to map out my schedule. But anyway, look for us or at least look for John if you're going to be there. That would be fantastic maybe play a couple games yeah I, for real if you're gonna be there let us know for reals yep speaking of games what have we been playing lately you want to go first you want me to go i'll first? start so we've, okay. we've got three we're going to kind of uh two that we're going to talk about together and then we've each got one separate we're going to talk about the one i'm going to talk about separate from john is a game that is a, a review copy that we got from nemesis games this is uprising now this is not nemesis uprising okay this is Uprising, Curse of the Last Emperor from Nemesis Games. So just know that if you are excited about some space game, that's not what this is. This is a fantasy cooperative game. Shoot, I'm going to buy this. <laughs> Uprising? No, look uh, I know. I said don't look at it. It looks beautiful, doesn't it? Well, I'm, I'm talking like I'm kicking my... Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> but let me say this. Uh, the reason is because... On during the Tennessee game days, there's a virtual... There's a flea market, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone's trading. Someone had the Suburbia Master... Deluxe master set for like $75. Yes. And I, I I was like, oh yeah, well, I just don't know how much I'm going to. And then I hesitated and someone bought it. And I'm like, cause that was crazy cheap. That was dumb yeah. of me. And so like, that's kind of pushing me to go. You might regret that. So don't, anyways, go ahead. Don't make it, it just back everything. And no. then you'll never have any regrets. Uh, uh, nope. Or money. Okay. <laughs> Uprising curse of the last emperor. This is a cooperative game where you are, it's kind of a, a four X game ish. Like you are exploring you're conquering territories, but what's happening is you're trying to overthrow this this large like emperor. Okay, you're trying to overthrow the emperor. Like the emperor is actually physically large. Um, like the no, ba- actually, like the Baron and Dune. Not no, <laughs> no, not at all. It, it's actually kind of like not there at all. Like you have these two factions that you're playing against. It's it's kind of interesting. This chaos and legion. Legions like the the emperor or whatever. Um, and so they're they're basically have all these miniature um, uh, strongholds set up on the board that you're trying to destroy. Okay. But it's it's interesting because this is a a Marathrashy game, but it's also Euroy in a sense because the way that you win this game is everybody's score has to be higher than both of those other faction scores. Okay. Okay. So that that's what it is. You're not like like once I overthrow them, I win the game or whatever. You're you you are, have this set amount of chapters you're playing through four chapters of the game and you're going to be getting points they're going to be getting points you have to have more than everyone else and everybody has to have more than than what they have okay it's interesting because you're not just fighting against that one factions and so like when i'm fighting against one of those bad factions the other ones are also kind of invading in so you can have like the horde come in and then they're battling it out against the legion as well so some of that can be kind of seemingly helpful but also not because they're getting points. You need to make sure that you're getting more points than them. But the the crux of this game is you're going to be putting these figures out on the board. They're these um, standees, but they're these uh, printed like plastic standees mm-hmm. with graphics printed on them, which more and more companies are doing this. And I really, really like it in this game, by the way. The production is through the roof on this game. But you're going to be putting out your troops onto the board. You're going to be moving them around. And then you're going to be battling it out with other uh, these other factions. Now, the way that you do that is you're going to be rolling dice, like a lot of dice. And you're going to be rolling dice for quests, and your hero is going to have lots of different dice uh, qualities that they have on there. And and so I'm saying that thinking, I don't know if John would like this game because of that very thing, because you can get lucky in your, in your rolls, but there's also ways like you're getting item cards and, and different cards that you get throughout the game and other ways that can kind of help you manipulate some of those roles that yeah. you have. And you have to calculate how, you know, when you're going to attack okay. and all that. But you have to be very aggressive at the same time. I think this game is fantastic. Wow. I'm really, you really, it, huh? I'm really digging this game. And I, I'm uh, timing is the only reason that you and I probably will not get this to, yeah. to, to play this with each other. But I just, I think it's cool. The factions each have their own decks of cards and like each faction has its own here, like two different heroes. So you can choose in the base game between eight different heroes that you want to play with. 
And then there's an expansion that we got with it that has uh, an additional four factions with two heroes apiece. So another, like the, the opportunities to play with all these different characters that are asymmetric are, are really cool. And they're asymmetric in the dice that they get, but also they each have their own deck of cards and you're getting these cards throughout the game. Yeah. And then you're also getting item cards. It's, it's cool. Now it's long. It's 120 to 240 minutes is what it says. Wow. Um, now you can play wow. a shorter version of that game if you want, like not play the full four chapters um but i I, it's just so cool it's real thematic super super you super recommend this one i do if if someone likes those types of games yes i do but with reluctancy like if you don't like dice rolling you might not like this one and also if you don't like um if you don't like really long games you might not like this one even though it's it feels it feels really epic like if you really like epic games i think this is one to to check out and it's kind of unique in that scoring system is the way you win i like it cool a lot. This is fun. All right. Well, speaking of highly luck games that have a lot of dice rolling, I'd like to talk about a game from 2016. <laughs> this is not. Vinos. A super luck game. And when I say 2016, I mean the new version of Vinos. Are there dice in Vinos? Uh, no. There's oh, no. Boo. Cor- yeah, no. Not at all. <laughs> um, so, uh, Lacerda, have you played any of his games yet? No. So you still have never played? And... We're going to. We're you going have to do on this. Mars. I you do. have on Mars. You know. I picked it up super cheap, and I was like, why am I doing this? Other than the yeah. fact that it's super cheap, but I really want to get it to the table. Well, I know, speaking of on Mars, and I'll say this, um, one of my friends has had purchased it. JD, if you're there, what's up, dog? Um, <laughs> oh he said goodness. that he was getting rid of it simply because not. he said he really enjoyed it. But every time he would bring it to the table, it would take him so long to learn the rules all over again because he's not for on Mars. You mean? Yeah, because yeah. he's not a, the kind of guy that can just that just plays the same game over and over and over or yep. something like that. Like there are certain games he does that with, but for that one, so he's just like, you know what? I don't want to spend an hour reading through rules when I play it two or three times a year. So I just want to tell you, enjoy. We'll enjoy, enjoy it because I'm going to play this with you at some <laughs> okay. point. I actually, I, I really, it. this might surprise you, John, but I really want us to play through these Lacerda games. I really do because, you yeah. know, I don't love like necessarily love heavy games. Yeah. I do if they make sense. Like I like heavy games that make sense and feel kind of thematic. And I've heard that about Lacerda games. And when yeah. I watch videos that, that I get that feel like I would probably like them. Yeah. So uh, in Vinos now, I didn't play the older version. I've, I've, you can argue. I know people like the 2010, I believe the original version better Uh, i was guided by jd to just do the 2016 he says he thinks it's more streamlined likes it better in addition to that my wife was playing with me and she doesn't like super super heavy games this is weighted at a little bit over four i believe um but in this game hey dean you like winemaking right you have your own you're getting your own vineyard you're you're popping little wineries on the vineyards you're you're producing wine and you're presenting it three times at a fair and you're scoring points based on how you're presenting them at the fair. You also like can that. ship them out and export them out for money or for points. Uh, the weather is a factor. So whether it's good weather or bad like Sedonia, your grapes may be producing more and higher that round or could be less that round. There's a lot of moving pieces there. There is absolutely no um, luck in this game. The middle part of the board is the action selection, and it's got basically it's nine uh, squares in like one giant square, and you just move to one that's adjacent diagonally or orthogonally adjacent but it's like like i think istanbul and stuff where like if you go there and there was already a player there it costs money is that does he do that in istanbul am i thinking about that yes you do, right? you do. Uh-huh. or uh, uh yokohama yokohama you, you know something like, yep. so yeah so like there's also like a, a pawn that goes to each one to mark the round and so you could have to pay an extra dollar because the pawn's in that spot for that round as well uh, so a cool real cool little action selection mechanic you can go to any of them if you pay a dollar as well so like it's like you're just you know you're paying that money and so you're you're balancing the whole time of course you know the money and should i go for some points now or should i you know try to get help my wine become uh, you know, age better because I've I bought some cellars and I put it down in the cellar and and it is it does feel very thematic, Dean. Yeah, it does feel very thematic and I love it. I love it. Like I I like played top, top ten game. No, player? maybe not. I don't. I have to play it now. Probably not that high, but top fifty. Yes. Okay. For sure, top fifty. I played the gallerist and I I like the gallerist and I know mo- a lot of people because I was like looking on the on the threads and stuff rate the gallerist higher than this like 
that's that's one, you know one that's pretty high up there. I like this significantly better, but I'll say and I liked the Gallerist. It was cool. I traded actually JD for the Gallerist for this, and I'm super happy that I did. But I I am wearing wine colored glasses. Yeah, right? and that's okay. Yeah, like right? I like I, theme. It's weird. It doesn't matter a ton for me, but I love winemaking theme because I have you know if you've listened this. You know, this fantasy that, like, I'm sitting on the hillside of my vineyard one day and talking to new people and getting to know people while we have a glass of wine and I share, you know, how we old the grapes are and all that kind of stuff. Because of that, yeah, it would be probably like a nine plus for me. Wow. Like, really okay. high. I absolutely loved it. This might be the first one that I need to play then, John, because I that theme that theme does it for me, too. It actually just hit me. You need to play Brute Crafters, which is not yeah no I would which like is not making that. wine, but I think you would really like that one too. It's it's one of my favorite of those type of you know yeah producing alcohol games. I well, guess. I like farming games and stuff, but this kind of like puts something more tangible to that. You know what I mean? I don't know what to say, like or something more specific. And so it's kind of you got some of those same like you feels. can drink a glass of wine while you're playing this game, but you're yeah. probably not gonna like eat a carrot while you're playing. Yeah, are you not gonna go you know slaughter a calf? Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. And get probably. veal. <laughs> I just wanted to say that to see, you know, what people would say. Oh my! You don't, do you know that I? You don't. You don't know, how, know what people are going to say, you but you don't know how that. I feel about veal. And guess what? I'm not going to tell you, Evil Town, in your face. So you're not going to reveal it. <laughs> <laughs> move over, right. Dean. That was utterly bad. Let's move on to another game. Ooh, um, you butter. I really, <laughs> I really do want to try this. It was uh, great. Let's, let's. I loved it. Maybe in the summer. Maybe I, I'm thinking. Of course, you might have the really busy summer. I tend to have we'll like see. a little more time in the summer. I would really like to get some of those Lacerda's played yeah. at some point. But I said that during Christmas break and nothing. There you go. Okay. Uh, the next two we're going to talk about are games that we've played together. Yeah, and some some quick little pow pow. Yep. So pow pow game number one is ten. Okay. Yeah. This is all uh, the rage by the same people who did Point Salad, the same people yeah. that did the um, Truffle Shuffle. In this game, it is push your luck. You've got a deck of cards, and you're going to be flipping a card over one at a time and deciding whether or not you want to keep going or stop. If you keep going and you get, uh, if you draw numbers that equal more than 10, so 11 or more, either through your like purchasing cards or through your number cards, you're going to bust and you're just going to get a little. A little uh, bonus of getting three coins, and then you're done with your turn. But what you're trying to do is collect sets of numbers in the different colors. So there's four different colors. The more, the largest set, uh, the largest run of each color is going to be how many points you get at the end of the game. There's a lot of runs in this game. There is. There's also auctioning in this game where you draw wild cards. When you draw wild cards, you stop the game. You do a quick little auction. Whoever gets that card is going to put it in their tableau later on in the game. And then... That's it. Yeah, I'll mention about the... Some people, auction is a four-letter word. I just know some people just don't like auction games. No, it's for it's all people. So, it's a, it's it's a so, six-letter word. It's kind of small in this game. I wouldn't let... I would Seven. Seven yeah. letters. Okay. I just wouldn't let that stop you if you're not a big auction person. No, 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 no. That's why I said quick auction because it is a... You only each get one bid and then it's done. Bam, bam. You move on to the next draw. Yeah. This is a quick game. It says 15 to 30 minutes on the box. Or on BGG, and I think that's pretty right. Now, I enjoyed this game. I enjoyed this game a lot more than I thought I was going to, honestly. I we thought the auction was going to be something I did not enjoy. That's right. We sat down, and he said, I don't think I'm going to enjoy this. Yes. I was wrong. I, I get it. I was wanting to know what the hype was because a lot of people have put this on their, their top 10 list. Maybe they just did that because like it's a number, and they wanted to put it at number 10, and they thought that was funny. Yeah. That's what I thought. But no, I think people actually really like this game. Yeah, they did. And I did too. Now, where do I put it? Do I? I don't have to rank it with their other games that they've done, but I'm going to. So where would I put it? I would say I still think Point Salad is my favorite of these. Then this one, and then I didn't care for Truffle Shuffle. But 10 is a, a good competitor with Point Salad for me. I think it's a lot, a lot of fun. It's it's tense because of that push your luck. Tense? Yeah. I get it. Yeah, you like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's tense because of the push your luck, but it's also there, there's a lot of player interaction in this too. In like, you don't want to give other players the cards because once you take the number, everyone else gets however many like uh, currency cards yeah. that are out there. And so I don't want to give John any currency if I can help it, but also I don't want to bust or or lose yeah. the number cards because people can purchase those later on with the currency cards or tokens or whatever. It's it's fun. This is a cool game. The question is, would you give it a ten? 
I would not give it a 10. <laughs> Dang would it. you? No. <laughs> All right. So I, I have a lot of similar thoughts with Dean. I, I was actually interested in playing this simply because what Dean says, so many people were like, man, this is good. This is good. This is good. Kind of that same thing when Point Salad came out. A lot of people saying, this is good. This is good. You got to try it. I played it. I enjoyed it. You know, I think I gave it like a seven and a half out of 10. Thought it was solid game. I think it would be the same place with this game. Uh, basically like good, solid game. It is the pusher. I told Dean, uh, Dean actually didn't think I was like this as much because of the, the luck and the pusher luck. If I'm playing a filler or something quick and simple, uh, sometimes I do like push your luck. Like I like can't yeah. stop because it's just, it's just like, all right, if we're going to have fun, let's just hoot and holler and let's kind of have fun. Um, and this game gives you that, that, that element of where you have those cards where you're, you're pushing your luck and you can get the cards to go into your like tableau or, Man, there's a lot of uh, currency or money cards out there. Dang, maybe I should just take the money right now because there's in the pile, there's some cards that I could really use that could, you know, complete one of my sets and give me that extra point, which could be huge, you know, in this game. I think that, that those decisions, I think, are, are actually really fun in the game. And even if you bust, hey, you get three um, currency points, you know what I mean, or whatever. Right, so, like, right. it's not sometimes we, I've, it's been like, yeah, might as well bust. Like, you flip over a card and there's a nine of a color. You already have that. Yes. And you're uh -huh. like, well, I mean, I might as well flip it over again. Unless, unless another player really needs that nine. Yep. Then you could be like, well, ooh, that'll complete their set. I'll keep it because I can exchange cards that are worth one currency as well, which is another thing I like about it a lot. Yep. Is okay, well, I could get three or I could just get one and play keep away from Dean. I'll just play one and keep play keep away from Dean. And part of that depends on how much money you already have. Yeah. You know, so like it's, it's. There's more to this game. Like if you've seen videos and or heard about this game, no, there's more to it than you might that that meets the eye. I'll say yeah. that. Now we have just played this once at a two player count. I think it's probably better at a higher player count. I think the interaction would be a lot cooler potentially, but it still plays really well at two. Yeah. And I did a learning good. game at one. This actually plays solo. And and I had fun with I I had an okay time with that, but I, I recognize like the limitations of player so, interaction and you know the hooting and hollering and that sort of thing. I think I would be around a seven and a half after one play. Um, I, I if I were to also give like my order, I haven't played Truffle Shuffle. I actually think I prefer this over Point Salad. Wow. So, okay. I just think that the people that I play with would like like I'm thinking of Justin and those guys yes. would really like this because they like those push your luck you know, kind of challenging game. So I think I would actually get this one to the table more because of that. I'm not saying it's way better. I'm just saying I think I would prefer this. And I'll probably pick this one up. Okay, good. I mean, that's, it's, that's, it's, that's it's, cool. it's good a small know. box, you know, and like it doesn't take up a ton of table space. It takes up some, but it's not ton. So yep. there you go. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yep. All right, let's talk about another game that we got to play together, and that is another. Both of these are 2021 releases. Actually, all the games that I've talked about are 2021 releases in your face. Oh, man. Ah, there we go. Jekyll versus Hyde. This is a... I knew nothing about this game until Dean brought it up. I've seen it on some people's list. I saw uh, Steph and, and Michael on Steph Hodge's uh, Twitch or YouTube channel watched them play this game and I had seen it on a couple of people's top tens. This is by Mandu Games and this uh the designer is Gion and Vincent Dutre art on this. Yeah. Let me go ahead and say this first right off the bat. Th there's not a lot of components in this box. The cards are not great condition. Like they're just not good quality cards, which was disappointing because it's such a small box card game. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's only twenty five cards in the game. Is that right? 2010, 25. Yeah, 25 cards in the game. The, so, art, the art's fantastic, though. Yeah, it's this really is good. a two-player, again, two-player trick-taking game in the vein of, like, Fox in the Forest or, mm -hmm. you know, Fox in the Forest duet or whatever. I'm going to get 10 cards. John's going to get 10, 10 cards. One player is going to be Jekyll. The other player is going to be Hyde. Jekyll is trying to keep everything balanced, okay? So, I meaning like I want at the end of a round, we're going to play through three rounds of this for a full game. I want to have as many tricks as what John has. So I want us both to have five because if I do that, then John who is Hyde will get zero points. Yeah. Now Hyde is trying to go in either direction, which is really interesting, either trying to get more tricks or less tricks, but keep everything off balance. So if, for example, I get two tricks as Jekyll and John gets, what would that be? Eight tricks. The difference of that is six. And so John's going to get six points and he's trying to get 10 points at the end of 
three rounds. So you have to average getting three points, except for yeah. you know, three and a half points, I guess, to, to be able to win this game. This is a cool game. This is really, oh, oh, sorry. One, one, I don't want to go through every detail of this, but one other really cool thing of this is you have these tokens, these three evil tokens, I guess is what they're called, representing like, I don't know, what, whatever they are, greed and something. Yeah. <laughs> Rage, I, I no, I saw no. I have it. Like I have it. I have it. I have it. I have it. Um, wrath, pride, and greed. Wrath, pride, and greed. So these are the different suits. Now, whatever is Trump changes from not only from game to game, but also the within the game they can change. So basically, whenever I play, there's red, green, and purple. If I play a red card, the red token goes on the board. If I then John plays a green card, the green card, the green token goes on the board, and then the purple one goes on there. So now it goes in order of. Purple is the strongest uh, suit, and then green, and then red, okay? Mm -hmm. And then also, there's these potion cards, which are like wild cards, and they're going to potentially change up the rules within the game. So that depends on whatever the other card that's played. So if John plays a green card, I play a potion card, then we're going to swap up two cards. The mm -hmm. red card resets the, the trump board, those little tokens that go on there. Yep. And then the purple allows whoever wins that hand to be able to steal a trick from the other player, which is cool. The the design is brilliant. I mm -hmm. really I really think that. John, talk about it a little bit. I'm I'm talking too much. <laughs> talk a little bit <laughs> for a John. quick game. I, I actually explained all the rules. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. But okay, well, let me just say that I enjoy trick taking games, so I think that's a must for this game. If you don't like trick taking games, I don't think that Dean's setting his coffee down a little hard over there. I don't think that you're going to magically like this and go, wow, this is such a great game. Uh, so if you are into diamonds or, you know, spades or, you know, all these crazy rook, my favorite trick taking game still. Euchre. Um, and you want a two player game, check it out. Now, I played Fox in the Forest and I thought Fox in the Forest was cool. I like it. All right. I played Fox in the Forest co op, whatever that was. What was that one? Duet. Duet. And that game was terrible. I hated it. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I just didn't. I, I liked it. I thought yeah, it was I know fun. you did. I didn't like it at all. I just thought it was boring. Like my wife and I, we didn't even finish it. We were both like, I think I played it with someone else. And I was like, oh, I don't like this much. And then I was like, hey, let's play this, babe. And we started playing it. And like oh, halfway through, she was like, I just don't like this. And I was like, yeah, this game's terrible. So I stopped playing. So if you like it, my bad. <laughs> I, it was terrible for me. So, you know, hey, here comes another trick-taking game, Dean. There's you weren't excited about this, which there's two me. or three that come out every year, right? Yeah. I mean, but if like the crew was really good, like I enjoyed that. Uh, this is really good. I didn't know anything about it. Um, it has a lot that I like in a game. It has trick taking and it has tug of war, and I like that pull back yeah. and forth. And that's what you know. That's kind of that's what you're doing, especially if you're um, Doctor Jekyll. Like you're, it's that you know, oh man, he's you know winning some. Let me lose some. There's all these mind games. Like you could purposely you know, start to lose some and maybe see if you could get, you know, um, hide to be all, oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to win them all. I'm going to win them all. And then you start trumping them, you know, start beating them. Or, you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. a lot of like weird twist. And what's really good is that whole, like the Trump changes, like that's really brilliant. Like you said, like you were saying, there's smart things and like, that's really smart because it really adds a lot in a two player game. Oh man, I could throw this potion here. The throwing the potions are really interesting. Yeah. If I throw this potion here, then it, we're going to reset these and now maybe I could get it to where purple, which is what I have mostly, trumps everything else. And okay, great cuz I've got a hand of purple, so I need to do that now and be able to do that. Um I think that that's that's smart. Uh and I, the and the potions can do cool things like it can also give me uh, did you mention that, Dean, what they actually do? Yep. Okay, uh -huh. I thought you did. Yep. So so I could be like, win the purple and then get you know a trick that Dean had won, which could be a huge – those can be some huge swingy moments yeah. mm -hmm. in the game. And uh, I, I think it's cool, you know. I mean, it's trick-taking, and it's not a ton of cards that you have. So there is going to be some luck, right? There's going to be times wherever Hyde's just got the hand, you know, and it's going to be hard to, hard to do much if you're Dr. Jekyll. Yep. But – you know, yeah, play over three rounds, and Dean and I's game was really close. He beat me, but it was within strike. I was within striking distance after yeah. not doing super well the first hand. So yeah, it was yeah. cool, man. This I, is another one. I, I was might excited pick to up. teach you this, John, because I thought, oh, I think John's really going to like this mm -hmm. one. But you don't know anything about it, which made me more excited. <laughs> and the fact that you were like really not excited about it because it was another two-player like, trick-taking yeah. game, which is a difficult thing to do. 
this one I get why I've seen it on a couple people's list of yeah. being their favorite. This is a really, really good, fun game. Takes about thirty minutes to play. Um, I think it blows Fox in the Forest out of the water. I do too, and I like Fox in the Forest. I, yeah. I think this I'm okay one, with it. Yeah. This one's excellent. This I just is, thought it just it's just a to me my personality. It's just a better trick-taking two-player only game you're seeing a lot of trick-taking games coming out anyway like you said there's a, a ton coming out i, I think that the, we're going to see more and more of these two-player ones that come out yeah maybe even a solo trick-taking game what do you think <laughs> i'm sure i just heard of it i was listening to blue peg ping peg they were talking about a solo hidden movement game that actually sounded really cool it came out in like 2017 anyway um okay so that is the games we've been i would playing. probably give that a, i was gonna say i'd probably give that about a 10 i mean that's <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> I was thinking of the game 10 in my head. <laughs> I would probably give that like around an eight. I'm at an eight on this I, one I think too. I would be at an eight after, after playing it, say I would recommend it and yeah, all that stuff. So I didn't, I didn't give it a score for, <laughs> for 10. I, I'm probably somewhere a little less than you. You said seven and a half. I'm probably at like a seven on that one. Yeah. Uh, I could see it being a seven. The more I, like I could see that one having the novelty wear off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times those games like that, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Uprising, by the way, I'm at like an eight, eight and a half, something like that. Okay. Now let's talk about our bigger review today. Corrosion. All right. So Corrosion. This Now this is a game, Dean, that our Patreons voted on. One that I had, you know, I had seen at PAX U. Did you see it like out on the table at PAX U or anything? Yeah, I did. It's, it's a capstone game, which already that does intrigue me, right? Like capstones made really good stuff. You yep. you like capstone games I do. stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but but the uh, to be real, the box is a little dull looking. Um, I mean, it's a game about rust. Th- that's the challenge. That's the <laughs> challenge. It is Dennis Lohausen art, I believe. Am I right? Do you have it pulled up on BGG? I do. It's Dennis Lohausen. Okay. That's it's right. It's Dennis Lohausen art, um, which I really do enjoy his art. But like, I, I think because of that, you know, the box cover does matter. It really does, doesn't it? Like, I mean, like I, some of my favorite games can have horrific box cover like looks, but if it it's one of those things when there's a million games coming out, you know, so many games come out that you go, Oh wow. That looks okay. What's that? It, 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 it grabs your attention. Now, is there going to be any depth? Who knows? You know, but Hey, it didn't grab my attention. Did it grab yours? It did not. And yeah. I, I get what they were, you know, when you have a game about rust and, but you do have these, <laughs> these gears that are also like these Chrome gears that they were going for, like, let's try to take advantage of that. So it's not just a plain Brown box. Yeah. But even that, none of that does it for me. I know I'm supposed to be explaining the game, but we're, we're kind of going for the... We're moving straight into the art components. I mean, we're kind of talking about that. We'll talk a little bit more about the art components in a second. But this is the first-time designer Stefan uh, Bauer game. And I believe on the box it said he's a mathematician or something like that. So which I thought that was okay. kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, so in this game, what you're really building a lot of engines. Like a lot of little mini engines. You have this giant... like. Um, uh, gear something with four quadrants on it. Uh, and as you're playing through the game, you're going to be simply playing one of your cards and the card may say, you get a one-shot machine or you get a turning machine or you get a, a crow machine and you just pick it up and you put it into your on the wheel in the three slot. So they're all when you're getting things, you're going to put them into a particular slot onto that wheel. So let's just say this. There's three types of machines. Crow machines are the most expensive, hardest to get, they never rust out. Like, you get them for the rest of the game. However, there's three shapes to the chrome machines. And if you have one that you get and you activate that's the same as another one, you have to place it on top of it and the other one doesn't work anymore. So you're constantly wrestling with that in this game. You have one-shot machines that if you have it active, so when you take the tokens, you can, you, I mean, you can take the machines, but if the wheel gets around and you haven't activated it before the wheel gets around to the X slot, then it's gone. It does, you do nothing. And activating it, you have to have gears and things like that to do so. The one-shot machine, you get a pretty good bonus, but it's one time, that's it. The turning machine acts different. They go into the slot and they don't cost anything to uh, activate. And every single time you turn your giant wheel, you get the bonus. It's small, usually like one small gear. The economy is steam, and there's three types of gears, a small gear, a medium gear, and a chrome gear. 
the small and mediums rust out in this game. So when the X gets around to that slot that it was put in originally, if you haven't spent those by then, you lose them. Chromes never rust out. So it's interesting. An engine building game, Dean, where you lose things if you're not careful. You also, the cards that you play can be upgraded to better cards, higher values, more powerful actions. So it's kind of like Concordia where you play a card and you do what it says. All right. And it then just, Dean can just, follow me. This just made me think. Dean like, can follow me. That's right. If so, he has a card of higher value of the same color. Yeah. But I'm, I'm following the same action that, that, yes, that John just took. That's exactly right. Um, this is interesting. I'm, I'm trying to think of other games that have that mechanism where things disappear. You know, like you set something up and it, I, I'm, I, think I feel there's a pretty unique, confident kind of a, it's there. Yeah. But, but I think there's, it, I, I, when I was playing this game, I definitely had a lot of like feeling it, like it's different, like it's unique. Like there's not a lot of games that have given me these feels. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying I love the feels yet. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Let's put a little tension in there. There we go. All right. So let's talk about the art components. We're right. We're, yeah. What did, what did you think real quick about that? I know we kind of hit on the box art. I don't love the art art in this game, but it's not like it's, it's not that it's bad. It's just that it's, you know, one of those games where you kind of have to keep the colors drab when it's a game about rust and gears and, mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, there, there's nothing that really does it for me in this game. Like nothing that really wows me. I'll say that as far as the components go, but I do think that they were well done overall. Sure. Like with the gears um, there at first I thought I was going to have issue with the gear, like colors on the, t- on the tiles and the cards and stuff. They look kind of similar. Um, one's a darker Brown ish. And a little bit and smaller. The other one's like a orangish, yeah. you know, lighter brown kind of what it is and then the chrome ones are like these reflective uh, those are cool yeah those are I cool. like those a lot and there's actually a deluxe version of this i was looking up that you can maybe even still get from the capstone game i might be oh, wrong wow. about that that has metal gears i'm just i don't know if that's all of them or if it's metal gear solid i, I was what you're gonna, going for yes okay so anyway overall it's fine I, the components are okay it's just nothing really like to wow me yeah, I, I think they're good. I think they did what they did, and they went they went all into this corrosive rust feel and look. I think it's going to hurt them because I think they're going to end up having people who pass on the game because it just looks kind of drab. Um, but it's thematic. Yeah, and I think that's probably questions that they had. It's it is it is you know it feels thematic when you have rusty looking parts that rust out. It's interesting. Like I wonder. Okay, just throwing this out there, could you have made a game that was like you're in this ice place and those different, like the pieces of your gears are made of ice, but they <laughs> melt, so. but the, there's brighter colors that you can use in that. And yeah. so I'm wondering like, if that would you be do more, something like that. more eye catching. I don't know, but did you enjoy the game, Dean? What do you think about the, what do you think about the, <laughs> the gameplay? So I need you to, to hear about the ice. No, game? I don't really care about okay. ice town. That sounds really cool. Bid Wyatt. Okay. You can make that <laughs> yeah. game and you can call it Ice Town. <laughs> nice. Um, I think the game was fun. And, and like you said, it's unique. I, I like the, as you're moving things around, like the, the disappear, you know, like the, you have to, you have to plan everything out really you do. well. You have to make sure that you have enough resources to be able to pay for the one shots as those yeah. come around. You need to make sure that you get those. What are the larger gear things called? The 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 chrome machines. The chrome machines. There we go. You have to make sure that you can afford those and get those in place. Those can Maybe. give you really good bonuses too. But you might not necessarily want to flip those over because there's some point cards that will allow you to get points based on having pairs or whatever that yeah, aren't. Yeah, that's true. Flipped over. So you might just want to get those and collect them, but not necessarily. But you then know, they're then they're blocking. Then they're just blocking ones. spots. That's right. Yeah, and so I mean, the bonuses could be you know, hey, you pay two less of this resource for the rest of the game until you cover it up. That's pretty. That's pretty heck of good. You know what I mean? Like a lot of them heck are heck of good. Yeah, heck of good. Okay. Or you you know give give up some steam and a gear to gain a chrome gear, which Dean and I both got one of those early in the last game that we played, and it was great because chrome gears are hard to come by. Yes. When I finally covered it up, I'm like, dang it. Yeah. Yeah, and they're 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 really interesting. But I like that like your engine building in so many different ways. Like you're you're building it from yeah. you know, from those different pieces that you're putting out onto your player board, from the chrome gears that you're talking about. The the engine building that comes from your engineer cards, I think is really fascinating. Yeah, you know, I think like so. it's it's that deck building aspect like Concordia minus the point system there. Yeah. Um, but you also have to make some decisions that are kind of difficult. There are these one-shot tiles that can come out that will let you get the uh, in-game point bonuses at the end of the game. But in order to do that, you have to give up your engineer cards, 
which are your better your, cards. Your better <laughs> cards. You don't want to give those up if you can help it. Some of those are really, really powerful. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I, I think that's really cool. But it, and it's 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 kind of balanced in the sense like you can't get a ton of engineer cards because you know once you play that card, it's going to be a while before you can pick it back yeah. up to be able to get another engineer card. Or same goes for those other things. That's why the follow up mechanism I think works really well because like if I have a card, like if I have a four wild card, for example. That can be really powerful because then when John plays a card that's, you know, higher, like a three or even a four, I can follow up with that because I have that wild card. And you did that quite a bit. And I think having those type of cards can be really powerful Mm -hmm. so that you can take more of those actions that other people are taking, which the decks are your deck. My different, excuse me, my deck is different than John's for that very specific purpose, Mm -hmm. which I think is really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, some... The idea of the things rusting out and stuff, I just, I really like that in the game. I like that this, it's all about timing, Dean, as you said, but it's interesting because, and some people might really like this, you know, you if you think of Zulkin or something with a giant gear and you're doing timing, other players affect that. Here, other players don't really affect yours. You know what I mean? So, like, if you don't, like, some people might like that, how, like, some people won't, obviously, but, like, how you're kind of controlling it all. Like and if you don't plan it out right, it's your own fault. Mm-hmm. It's not like oh, Dean screwed me because he moved the gear twice and I didn't need that. So it's like, I mean, you could play six cards and then turn the gear one time. Yeah. Then you could turn the gear again. Then you could, you know what I mean. And the other cool thing is, is the way the actions work. When you play your card, it goes into the section um, of the value. So and usually the and the lower cards are ones that you don't necessarily want as much because they couldn't copy, but they may be one or two value, meaning you're only going to have to turn the gear one or two times to get that card right back into your hand and to get that action. So those are kind of interesting decisions, right? Like maybe I do keep this two right here because I can pick it up a whole lot faster than get a four that I have. And even though I can copy Dean, so maybe I want to have a hand that has a little of both, you know, and I think that those are those are really cool decisions. In oh, the game. absolutely. And you might even have, like, I had a Chrome machine that allowed me to, uh, what it, it gave me, it, it moved one of my Steam up into the boiler or whatever, like, to, you know, yeah. to, it reactivates your Steam if I played a level two card. And so for me, I wanted to have a lot of two cards and play them. So that you could do that. And I was also, every time I was able to turn my gear, I could play a card if I pay, paid a Steam. Yep. But then when I did that, I also gained that steam back whenever I play a two card. So that like I had this cool engine going where even when I'm turning my wheel, uh, I could still you know I could still play a card and then gain steam even though I was having to pay that right away. It's it, it's cool. Like building that engine makes you feel it very feels good. And, I, and same thing for me. Like I got a couple. I got two actually because you can get two of the same. There's two of every of those engineer those in game scoring cards. Uh, I'm not engineer. The engineer. Well, those. What are the in-game scoring cards, cards called? I can't remember. Whatever. The envelopes. Little letters. Um, <laughs> but I, you could get the same one twice, and I did, and it gave me a point per three, of victory points that I had already collected in the middle of the game, and I had a card that gave me what, Dean? Three victory points. Yeah. So every time I played it, which I was getting the game, I was right? getting five yeah. points. You know, mm-hmm. and so like that kind of stuff feels super clever and is really satisfying when you can make that work together. Yep. But. Um, I enjoy this game, but I know where you're f- gonna go. I feel like it rusts out at the end a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, uh, I, it is on the box. It says sixty to one hundred and twenty minutes. I feel like this is an absolutely an absolute blast for about forty five minutes, and then I feel like I'm just doing the same stuff over and over again. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, I wish this would end. And the the game ends by there being. Uh, it depends on the player count, a certain amount or amount of the in-game scoring letters left, or there's these white points um, that kind of count down, like you're getting them as you, there's different things that can get them for you, but a lot of times they're going onto the Chrome machines. Every time someone takes one, you put another you know, point on the far right. And I just feel like they should have shortened this game, that if they would have shortened the game up, I could see myself giving this like an eight and a half or something like that. And it's going to lose like a whole point probably because of that. But it can it can change. That's the thing. Like, yeah. I'm with you. I, I wish the game was shorter. That's that's going to be my biggest knock for sure. It's because it does feel samey. Yes. The all the mechanics are they're really brilliant, fun mechanics. 
but you because things are rusting out, you don't all have that satisfaction of feeling like you're really building towards something. Yep. Like, whoa, look what I built at the end of the game. No. Especially if like at the the last and, and this is this probably hurt me a lot, but at the very end of the game, I didn't have any turning machines for like a while. I kept turning yeah. my wheel, but I wasn't I, I wasn't activating any machines because I didn't have any. And that was because there weren't any that I wanted at the end of the game. Yeah. I, I wish there was some variety there that would change that up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, there's only what, four maybe? It's it's maybe, not many. Maybe four or five turning machines. And the row had all of them were the same one. Now Dean can spend steam to yes. replace it, but he would have had to spend two steam because uh, one would <laughs> wipe out one, but then you have to wipe out another one to get to the whatever was randomly behind it. Unless it was the same one again, I doubt it. I've played it several times. That's never happened. But it did for us. But it did for us. Yeah, and That's and right. it is what it is. And you can always say like, well, you might dilute the the different decks. Absolutely. If you do that, and I totally get that. I, yeah. I get that. Because you got to be able to get to those gears. I still think I wish I there was some variety in there gotcha. to kind of change that up a little bit yeah. for me. And in the fact that it just it does go long. Now, the award, those award letter things that that come out. That's what they're called, the okay. awards. Okay. If the one shots that come out allow you to get those quickly, the game could end pretty quickly. Not quickly, but like faster. I wish they didn't charge the engineers. Like you have to give up an uh, a, a one of your high class yes. cards. I wish uh -huh. that you could just give up any card. Now maybe maybe they would say the game would end too fast, but like, or that that'd be too powerful. I I don't know. I think it would just end it faster and be better. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I wish you could choose which card that you wanted to give up. Yeah. And anyway, but that that's definitely my biggest complaint, but it's a pretty big complaint for me. Yeah. I, I, you know, I want a game like to feel the right amount of time. So anyway, I'm, I'm going to move on to final thoughts if you are. Yes. I, I will before well, I'll, I'll go in. Okay. I'll do my final thoughts. I played it. <laughs> I actually enjoy this. I think at a solo better than playing with other players. The solo is clean and crisp and pretty quick. And I felt, I think I got in in about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour. My first time having to go back and check the rule book, make sure it's very simple, but just make sure I didn't screw something up. Um, and I, I, I am going to keep this game in my collection because it has different feels than some other, than a lot of other games that I have. And you don't like a lot of solo games, right? I mean, no, but I, I do like to have some, yeah. like some, some around. And usually what I've gravitated towards aren't the long legacy ones and stuff. Cause I don't do it often, but it's one I can get to the table and play in about an hour Yeah, and, yeah. and feel like, okay, cool. That was fun. So I think now it's going to be borderline. Like I could see it being kicked out of my collection, you know, for sure a year from now going, yeah, okay, this, but I think I'm going to keep it for a little while. Um, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. If the game ended faster, I would, like I said, I think I'd be like an eight or eight and a half. Cause I really like the mechanics. They just kind of get, it just gets a little old after a while and ramping up. It's fun. And then I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm good. And I don't know if the game is going to be like that in general or not. I haven't played it enough times to go. Okay. I'm done with that game. Yeah. Yep. There, 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 there's sad, such me satis, small, satisfying moments of you got that engine going right. There's never a big satisfying moment of, wow, look what I accomplished. Yes. I think it's cool. I, I, all the things you're saying. I said seven and a half out of 10, right? You did say seven okay. and a half out of 10. I think this is a cool game. I, I really do. I think it might not be for me. And, and that's for a couple reasons. One, the length is, is a biggie. The other one is like this thing setting off this thing, setting off this thing. Sometimes I'm it's okay with that. With. Sometimes, it, but it gave me feels of, I, I, this game is nothing like, um, what is that game? Not Takanu, but the other one. The first T game. Teotihuacan? Teotihuacan. This game is nothing like that, but I, I had some of the same feels of like this thing setting off this thing and, oh, I don't want to forget to do that. And it just, some of that became kind of burdensome for me, I guess. Okay. Like I didn't, I didn't love that about it. But here's the thing. I think like Teotihuacan, people are going to really like this game. I think there's a lot of people that are going to really like this game. I just think it's one that's not necessarily for me. It's one that I'm not going to often really want to play that much. So I'm going to give this one a six and a half. Mm, okay. And, and again, it's not because it's not a fun game or a good game. It's just like overall other, other games that I would rather play. There's a lot, you know, there's a lot of other ones I would rather play. But and it's got you, some clever moments. If you moments, suggest this it. one, I might play it. But the problem is, the length, you know, like I would, there's lots of other games I would rather play. That's that, a valid point. 
that you know that's a valid for point. that length. Now, I think anyone, I would suge- I would if anyone suggested it most of the time, I, as as of right now, I would say sure, yeah, let's play it. That's I think I'd probably be at like a seven, probably not a seven and a half. I'd probably be at a seven if this game was like under an hour, maybe. Um, I, I think that's probably a good mix of like, okay, I, I accomplished what I need to do. I'm, I'm good to move on. So anyway, go. that is a six and a half for me, a seven and a half from John on Corrosion, and that's going to do it for episode 95. John, tell people how they can get in touch with us. All right, if you're enjoying our channel, we would love for you to subscribe to it. If you'd like to support what we're doing, you can go to patreon.com slash MeepleTown. We're at MeepleTown Games on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and we're board game Geek Guild 34-7. Thanks for coming down to MeepleTown. <laughs> Dean, I don't know why this came to my mind, and I think the world just needs to know. Do you like Nickelback? I, I, I just, I, you're like, what? you're like, what random question? Because you, there's some bands that you like that I'm like, yeah, and there's some bands you like. I'm like, are you serious? And Nickelback is one of the ones that you like? I no, it is not one of the ones. Okay. That I like. everyone hates on Nickelback. Yeah, it's like, the, but I just want to know, do you like it? No. Okay. No, not dang it. Were you, you, I was really hoping that you were going to be. That seems like, like that's on brand for me. Yeah, but. and it seems, it just seems like something that like you tend to like like some cheesy stuff right you know what i mean like you're like you know the hallmark movies or something like you're like yeah i do like that and i'm all i'm often downton abbey you said which i don't know if downton abbey's cheesy but they're just those moments where i go huh he <laughs> likes that <laughs> so uh, that was what was swirling in my mind thinking through all that and uh yeah. i should be offended that you asked me that but i'm not because it it, it that seems about right <laughs> hey also if anyone's moving to Tennessee or lives in Tennessee and needs a realtor. <laughs> I'm doing real estate now, baby. So might as well get that out there. You want the best realtor in town? You call Johnny Meepletown. Ooh. And, and he'll put you in touch with that person. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>